0: Welcome to the Jameson Files. I'm Carrie Weber and I'm your host and I'm so glad that you're with us for another episode. If you are following us on wherever it is you listen to podcasts, thank you for being a part of the Jameson Files community. Uh, If you're not, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I invite you to share that with your friends and colleagues in the dental community because we want to help more and more people find resources and information to help as they pursue their ideal practice and professional vision. If you're watching us on Facebook via our live stream, thanks so much for taking the time out to be with us live. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, thanks for finding us online wherever you are getting information and joining us right here, right now. I am So thrilled to have my teammate, Dan Cristelli, with me today. Dan works with our marketing clients through the Jamison Marketing Services, helping clients day in and out achieve their goals for their external and internal marketing efforts. Uh, Dan is at the Jamison offices in Oklahoma City today, which is exciting because he's from Vermont, so made a big, long trip to come be with us in person. So thanks for being with us,
1: Dan. Thanks for having me. Always, always happy to be here.
0: And so we're very happy to have you here. So what we're going to talk about today is a pretty hot topic for any of you that are working constantly and intentionally to bring in more new patients into your practice or trying to grow your recognition in your community, whatever the case may be in terms of your marketing goals. One of the big topics that we constantly work on with clients is how to manage patient reviews. Um, Effectively managing this aspect of your practice has become its own topic and its own area that deserves attention, needs int- attention, and there are some best practices that you as dental practices out in the in the world um, can start to apply more intentionally um, in your marketing processes to help you get a consistent result when it comes to reviews to benefit your business. So Dan, thanks for taking on this topic with me.
1: Absolutely.
0: You work with clients Probably on the daily Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure that this conversation comes up regularly Uh, when you are uh, engaging in this conversation what do you find um, are the biggest questions or the biggest obstacles Um, what do you what do you find yourself working with with clients when it comes to reviews on a regular basis
1: that's a great question I think what it starts out with is why why Mm -hmm. are these important I think the perception that an online review doesn't carry as much weight uh, is still very prevalent. Many people mm. think that an online review isn't as good as a personal referral. Uh, last year, a study showed that 79% of consumers, uh, not just dental mm-hmm. patients, but consumers, uh, took an online review to mean more than a personal referral. Wow! So they're really important. There are a lot of aspects that we delve into about the importance of a, an online review, specifically a Google review, mm-hmm. But that's usually the first question is why. Why is this important?
0: Right, right.
1: So what I spend a lot of time working with our clients on is here's the the rationale behind a Google review. Here's why it's important. I focus on three different audiences, if you will. The first is Google itself. Mm-hmm. Google's algorithm is very important when we look at how a practice ranks uh, their search rankings, mm-hmm. when we look at their visibility. Uh, then I obviously talk about the new patients. A potential new patient is going to see these reviews.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we talk about the practice. Practice can use a, a review as a feedback loop. Yes. It's an extra set of eyes on how your systems are performing, how your team's performing, and it may shed some light on some things that you didn't know were going on.
0: Mm, I love that. So. Really, it is number one helping you to be found online Mm -hmm. Uh, more successfully. It really does play such a pivotal role anymore in your searchability. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a value and trust builder for those that aren't patients of record at this moment in your mm-hmm. practice, as you're trying to attract more of the right new patients, the feedback that is being left, the reviews are being left, help to build that trust yeah. and a sense of value and motivation mm-hmm. to, to make that call or schedule that appointment. But also, what I love is, is thinking of it from the perspective of um, feedback. Um, how important it is for any business to consistently Um, monitor feedback from the people that are giving us the privilege of their business so that we can be continuously improving and refining what it is that we do day to day for your patients. I love that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, the, The phrase that I like to use is that your reviews really tell the story of your practice and they're written by your patients. Mm. So that's, you are not going to find a more accurate story than that. You may think you know what sort of perception everyone has of your practice, but until you read those reviews, you aren't really truly digging into that.
0: Wow. So the why, um, helping people understand why it's important and putting a little bit more uh, emphasis on the priority of managing reviews, but then uh, how do you help them through the how?
1: Well, that, that's uh, probably the most difficult part. Mm. Um, we understand that those conversations aren't always easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I meet with teams. I, I will present to teams on some skills, on, on how to approach the entirety of the review process. I like to uh, take a look at a four-step approach. So mm. the first thing is education. You need to educate yourself on why Google reviews are important, not only yourself but your team, and work with everyone on that. The second thing I recommend is to start with what I always refer to as the low-hanging fruit, the raving fans. You know you have those folks that come to your practice, those patients that have been seeing you for years. Start with them. Mm-hmm. It's easy to talk to them. You already have a rapport. They're going to give you a good review, and it helps with it, its active role play. Yes. It helps with building those skills. Your team is going to get more comfortable. Yes. Then once you've done that, you can look at, Cues, um, conversational cues, any sort of uh, praise that's offered is a good example. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone's raving about a procedure they just had done, it's a good good time to talk to them about a review. Uh, if you are asking those questions that you should be during the checkout mm-hmm. of how things went, mm-hmm. you're going to uncover that. And then finally, the last step is eventually just getting to that point where you're asking consistently almost every patient mm-hmm. to leave you that review. And it's really a way for them to help out the practice, and it, it doesn't cost them anything. It's, yes. it's a very easy ask.
0: That, it's such a great way of um, often it seems like the the obstacle is just getting comfortable with mm-hmm. that conversation or even it becoming a habit, becoming a new habit in that patients experience in those appointments that you haven't done before. So just the recurring ask is just yeah. the, the, the only way it's gonna become a habit is if you start doing it. So starting with the raving fans, um, talking about that in daily huddle to remember, let's ask Mrs. Jones, she's coming in today, we love her. Let's Who's gonna ask her for a review mm-hmm. and so on can be such a big ask. You know, something also that I'd love to add is um, there are times where we're utilizing the text for the review function in your patient communication software or whatever, and you're getting lackluster results. Well, it's important to remember what Dan is stating that we it doesn't remove you from the conversation to put that on autopilot. Yes, you may get some results, but if you want to see um, a real positive improvement in getting the reviews that you want or need for your practice. To, to tell the patients what to expect, what's coming their way, and to continue to ask. Mrs. Jones, you're going to be receiving a text from us uh, upon when you when you leave the practice uh, asking for a review. If you could so kindly leave us a review, we would be so grateful. Um, it's patients just like you that we love and, and we wanna help more people in our community um, uh, know about it. So thank you in advance for, for leaving that review for us and getting comfortable with having those conversations um, and giving the patients the tools to talk about you and not forgetting to ask what it is that you need from them.
1: Absolutely. I can tell with which practices are having those conversations and which ones aren't just mm. by their reviews. Mm. I will frequently see practices where, great, you, you received six new reviews in the last three weeks. That's fantastic. Mm. They were all five-star reviews, also good, but no one left any testimonials. Oh, wow. That is typically a good indicator that your practice uh, your patient communication software is sending out an automated review uh, request mm-hmm. people are doing it which is great but you're not having those conversations mm-hmm. because you aren't forming that connection before you ask for the review we often stress that the best approach is a combination of a verbal and a nonverbal. Mm. so like you said mrs jones you're going to you know we would love it if we could get more patients like you in the practice Um, If you are okay with it, we would love it if you would leave a Google review. Mm -hmm. Most people aren't going to whip out their phone and do it right there. Right. They aren't. So follow it up a day or two later with an email, with a link where they can do that, with a text message, same Mm -hmm. thing, Uh, but just reference back the conversation that you had. Yes. Mrs. Jones, it was great to see you. Um, Glad we talked about leaving a review. By the way, here's the link where you can do that. And you'll find that when you're having those conversations, not only are you going to get more reviews naturally, mm-hmm. but the quality of them will increase greatly.
0: And so let's clarify for everyone, when you say they've left a review but no testimonial, give an example of what you mean by that.
1: So on Google, uh, specifically, you have a, an option to give a star rating, mm-hmm. uh, but then you may also write some words about mm-hmm. the business, uh, in this case, in our case, practices, uh, and if we just see a star rating and it says yeah. the user has not left a comment, well, that's good. You you've got a good yeah. rating, but they didn't personalize it. They didn't add any sort of information that would help another potential patient with their decision making.
0: There's no real proof of purchase.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Proof exactly. of the experience. Exactly. Right. Uh, so when we see the uh, the written testimony, it's mm-hmm. a it's a much more powerful review.
0: Mm-hmm. So, encouraging your teams to to start with the easy people, start with those raving fans, mm-hmm. and start practicing um, on them on, on what that is. Um, what else could you could help people in terms of managing this? Any anything? What a what do you hear from people about, what if we get a negative review? Do you get a lot of that kind of questions from clients?
1: That's probably... Or a fear for that? Yes, that, that might be one of the number one questions once we start talking about reviews is, is what to do if we get a negative review. Uh, really, it's to be expected. Mm. They happen. Negative reviews happen. It, it would be wonderful if we could live in a world where every single patient that you saw had, had that five-star experience. Mm. It's not going to happen. That mm-hmm. is the reality of business. And it's not the end of the world. Mm -mm. There are easy ways to to handle a negative review. One of the most important things to remember with a negative review is that the way that you respond to it, and responding to all reviews is important, but that's uh, neither here (laughs) nor there right now, but the way that you respond to it can often dictate how other people view it. Mm. So if someone leaves a negative review and said, you know, came in, had to wait 15 minutes before someone greeted me, and then the dentist was rough with my... Well, then there's possibly some issues that you need mm-hmm. to address. This mm-hmm. goes back to the feedback part, so mm-hmm. that might be helpful. But also the way that you respond to it can help. If you say, uh, you know, we're really sorry that your experience didn't meet your expectations, mm-hmm. and then reach out to that patient and invite them to reach mm-hmm. out. You know, sometimes you'll receive those reviews, that mm-hmm. the bad reviews that are just, um, they should be ignored. Right. Uh, not open on Saturdays. And you
0: all know who those are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know when those happen. Like, what? What do we need to take a really proactive approach on here? Right. right? Exactly.
1: So, uh, w- when you see those, uh, it's best to just leave a leave a little response. Saying, thank you. Thank you for your feedback. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Uh, but don't dwell on it. And mm-hmm. uh, so, negative reviews are, are uh, unless you get a slew of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the most important things to remember is that 86% of, of consumers will only pay attention to reviews left in the last 30 days. Mm. So if you get a bad review, you know what you do? Just go get a bunch of good ones and then it'll get pushed down. And after a few weeks, no one's even going to pay attention to it.
0: You know, the time that, that brings up. A few things, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but the timeliness is such a factor in mm-hmm. terms of being cons- consistently asking, so that you do have fresh, new, relevant, yes. timely reviews. Um, that does matter to the to the person the consumer, the potential patient that is Mm -hmm. looking online at those reviews. Um, But also, uh, just to to wrap up with the the negative review conversation, um, to have a little bit more maybe a generalized generic response Mm -hmm. and then having a proactive plan of how you follow up privately mm-hmm. with those patients that need that kind of follow up. Right. Um to, to make sure you have that plan and and reach out if you get a, a bad review of someone that takes you completely by surprise mm-hmm. um to make sure you are privately reaching out, but then you're making you you're you're noting it in maybe a more generic way publicly because that response isn't for that patient. That response is for the potential patient. To That's see right. wow, they're responsive, they're, they're listening um, you obviously don't you, you shouldn't go into the details of the appointment that's for the private conversation um, but to have a plan of if some of your, your your patients do take you by surprise with a less you know a lackluster review to make sure you are reaching out privately um, so I just wanted to, to wrap that up yes. in terms of um, make sure that you have that, that approach and that plan. It's, the follow-up is, is just as important. So what else?
1: Well, when we take a look at getting a review, that's yes. only half the battle, then you do need to respond. And we've sort of talked about yes. responding in yes. terms of a, of a bad review, but mm-hmm. you should be responding to your good reviews as well. Yes. Um, last year, uh, 77% of folks that read reviews read the responses as well. Uh, and they've reported either always or regularly reading review responses. And it's very, very, very important. It shows a, a two-way communication between mm-hmm. the practice and its patients. Now, obviously, there are considerations. You mm-hmm. do want to make sure you're not, especially with the bad reviews, but with any review, you're not getting into treatment details right, or right, anything right. like that. You want to be very cognizant of that. But you also want to acknowledge the review mm-hmm. because everyone else is reading those. And it's mm-hmm. showing that... There's an active conversation, and it's, it doesn't just end at the point where mm-hmm. uh, that that patient has has completed their mm-hmm. treatment and walked out the door and left a review, and suddenly that's it. That mm-hmm. that's all they're going to hear from the practice. Mm-hmm. You want to show that you have a more vested interest mm-hmm. in the experience that your patients have had.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Work on your verbal skills. Don't be afraid to ask. Practice by starting with your raving fans and build from there. Um, that next step in that portion that Dan had said about looking for those cues and those opportunities where the compliment happens or even during the checkout, getting comfortable with that new rhythm of that portion of your communication with your patients, um, making sure you're maximizing any any automated tools that you are utilizing by using those good verbal skills to set mm-hmm. you up for success. Don't be afraid to respond to the negative reviews, but also make sure you're responding to all reviews because it's, it's like social media too. If you never respond to conversations that are happening in social media, mm-hmm. why would these people ever engage with you? Right. So we want to make sure we're using it as a relationship building opportunity, not only for the person that's that's sharing the review, mm-hmm. um, but most importantly for the people that obviously, as you've stated, are reading the reviews. And remember that timeliness is a very real thing. The the freshness, basically the, the expiration date does exist in terms of that review's relevance to me as a potential patient on whether that is indeed the real experience that I may have if I called your practice mm-hmm. tomorrow. Okay. Um, so for all of you that are listening and wondering, why do reviews matter? Um, I think we've, we've covered a lot of those things. of, of it's, it's a piece of that patient nurturing, but also the patient attraction aspect um, that mm-hmm. consumers in general have really started to put a stronger emphasis on. Mm-hmm. Are there other pieces of managing reviews um, that, that you we would want to make sure people are aware of to help make it an easier, more effective piece to their to their day
1: sure, I what I work with our our clients on is setting up a schedule. Uh, we understand that everyone mm. gets busy, and uh, not only asking and, and you talked about the morning huddle, I think that's a very important part of it. Um, we've had some some practices that have fun and do a little uh, sort of an internal drive Mm -hmm. of let's see who can ask the most people today and and they'll get a free coffee or something like that Mm -hmm. Uh, you know and that's a fun way to get your team motivated Uh, but also with the responding I recommend um, setting up a couple days a week where whoever is uh, the designated responder Mm. goes in takes a look responds to the reviews and then you you keep up a a, a good cadence with it and I think much like most things in life, once it becomes a habit and once Mm -hmm. you start getting into the flow of it, it becomes a very, very easy thing.
0: I mean, that's a great recommendation uh, because a lot of times what may cause us to fall by the wayside is time Mm -hmm. and, or getting so busy that we forget we're only checking every six months or whatever the case may be. We're just letting it live out in the the web universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so prioritizing time, just like with anything, if you're managing social media, the same kind of thing, prioritizing time to effectively manage that yeah. and setting aside some time in the day um, to make sure you're reviewing it um, is key. Mm-hmm. So for your clients that do this the best, yes, what do you feel like they have really embraced about let's put you on the spot, but to, to embrace about managing reviews and what are the results that you find they're getting? I guess my question is what, back to the why do this, what are the results that, that managing that effectively have your best clients that do it really well? Um, what have they been receiving from it?
1: Well, I think if we, if we take a look at the, the start of, of understanding why they're important, and, and where you can build on from there. What I've seen is that when a practice embraces it and they start to really view the importance of it, it, it comes back to the four pillars that mm. you'll speak to a lot. And it's a trust-building mm. uh, piece of the equation, but it also helps show value. Yes. It's, it's a really big thing. Um, I have some practices that I worked with. There's uh, one that comes to mind specifically that had um, literally gone a couple years since mm. they had gotten a Google review. Wow. We met, yeah. we talked about it, we talked about the importance, the team got on board, and they started getting more and more and more, exponentially more than they were getting before. And now they've had folks saying, coming in, becoming new patients and saying, well I saw your reviews on Google. Wow. And I think that really helps drive home how visible they are. I mean, if you just go and search for something simple like restaurants near me, Mm -hmm. um, you'll see a list and you will always wind up seeing the the number of reviews and the ratings. Mm. They are so visible now, so visible, and it's very important. So the folks that we've worked with and the folks that have had the most success are the ones where the team has embraced it, they've gotten into that rhythm, they've set aside the time, they've committed, they've done the work Mm -hmm. and and that's been the the most successful teams that I've worked with.
0: I love that and I'm sure the first time a patient walked in that practice and referenced the reviews, that team had to have looked at each other and said, oh my gosh, it worked, Mm -hmm. it worked. Um, It is becoming so much of a part of our behavior as consumers. Um, if you've never gone and left a review for a business in your community before, I encourage you to go do so. You will see, number one, how easy it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're not asking a huge, you know, a huge thing from patients because it is so simple and easy to leave a review. So I encourage you, as practice, as teams, to. Go leave a review for a business that you love and and leave a testimonial about it and you will see how that would feel for your raving fan patients as well. When you're a raving fan of a business, no matter whether it's a dental practice or a restaurant, leaving a really great testimonial feels good. Um, you're helping them and they're helping you and it's a very reciprocal type of experience and so you'll see when you start asking those raving fans they're going to love to do that for you they just need to know that that's an ask of them Um, so don't forget to ask and don't be afraid to ask your raving fans especially want you to be successful and they want your business to grow. And so asking is really giving them the opportunity to support you in a new way. Yeah. And it is a part of consumer behavior that isn't going anywhere, no. and at least not anytime soon. No. So um, any other final thoughts or or asks of the community in terms of, of embracing reviews or um, that that we could leave them with for encouragement
1: well i i think you hit the nail on the head with uh, suggesting that everyone go and leave a review for a business that you frequent Mm -hmm. it shows just how easy the process is Mm -hmm. and it shows how important it is to that business because chances are pretty good you're going to leave that review and then get a response yes and then you're going to feel good about helping someone else out yes And then you can come and have that chat with your team and say, look, this is not that hard. Encourage your team to do the same thing. Go leave a review and then talk about it and and see exactly what you can coach your, your patients on. And then you'll start seeing that there's an even bigger engagement that you have with your patient family.
0: Absolutely. Well, Dan, thank you so much for being with me on a big topic in the marketing realm of your practice: reviews. Um, Make sure you're committing to a consistent approach to asking for reviews, managing reviews. Uh, The more, the more quickly you can be, make it a habit and get comfortable with that. You'll find yourself getting the kind of success that Dan shared in terms of patients coming to you from new ways. Because you've built trust and value in a new way. If you're interested in more ways that Jameson Marketing can help you, uh, reach out to us at info at jmsn.com or be on the lookout on our Grow platform for our new marketing pathway coming your way soon at grow.jmsn.com. From there, you can learn some of the foundational information that we teach clients every single day of how to be effective and successful in your marketing efforts. So thanks to Dan. Thanks to all of you for joining us. Once again, take good care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Jamison Files. Visit us online at jmsn.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Spotify. Do you have questions or topics you'd like for us to answer or cover on the next podcast? Email us at podcast at jmsn.com.